வராலி just as a recap definitely varali is a very ancient ragam that finds mention in several musical texts as we discussed in the last episode it is a vivadi ragam with the vivadi note being the gandharam so in the case of varali it is the shuddha gandharam or ga1 some of the other unique attributes of the ragam are the high swarasthanams or frequencies for the ma as well as the ni as uh, we were discussing as to what would be the best way to illustrate some of the key aspects of this ragam varali our attention was drawn to a short but exceptionally brilliant piece in this ragam by shri muthuswami dikshitar the composition that i am talking about is Mamava Meenakshi I'm sure many of you would have heard this piece it is set to Mishrachaputalam and uh, it is about goddess Meenakshi of the town of Madurai in Tamil Nadu Actually Vidya let's spend a couple of minutes talking about the temple town of Madurai and the temple of goddess Meenakshi in it Madurai is a south indian temple town really worth visiting if you haven't been there before it's one of south india's oldest cities and is on every south indian tourists must see list the temple itself is the main attraction of this grand city and it attracts over 10000 visitors in any given day the bulk of the temple was built during the reign of shri tirumala nayak who lived from 1623 to 1655 But the history of the temple actually goes back 2000 years when Madurai was a Pandyan capital Pandyans being one of South India's main ruling dynasties 
Speaking of the Stala Purana itself, which essentially means story of the place, legend has it that Goddess Meenakshi or Parvati is the daughter of Malayadwaja Pandyan. Meenakshi embarked on a Digvijaya or tour of victory across the length and breadth of the Indian subcontinent. She later is said to have married Lord Shiva and together with Lord Shiva, who is also known as Sundara Pandyan, Shiva and Meenakshi are said to have ruled over Madurai. There are of course several other legends surrounding this temple. But now Vidya, let's come back to the song itself, Mamava Meenakshi. Here's how I would like to approach the discussion of the song. We will first go over the Pallavi or the opening segment of the song and I will sing it for you and also discuss the meaning and then we will move on to the second segment which is called the Samashti Charanam in the song's case and again we will discuss some of the salient aspects of the Samashti Charanam. The Pallavi and the Samashti Charanam format is an interesting format that is sort of unique to Muthuswami Dikshita's compositions. Typically, the Kriti format has the Pallavi as the opening segment, the Anupallavi as the second segment, and then the Charanam as the third segment. But we find a number of Muthuswami Dikshitar compositions where the Pallavi is immediately followed by the Charanam. Coming to the Pallavi segment, the meaning is essentially that Goddess Meenakshi, also known as Matangi, is described as one who holds a jewel-studded musical instrument called Vallaki. And uh, I'm sure many of our listeners who have listened to our segments on the Veena would recall that we mentioned that it is very common for Hindu gods and goddesses to be depicted as either singing or playing on a musical instrument. So... In this composition, Sri Dikshita describes Goddess Meenakshi as playing on the Vallakiki and he describes her as one who speaks very sweetly and mellifluously and he has very cleverly and seamlessly incorporated the name of the Raga Varali and when I looked up the meaning of the word Varali in Sanskrit, it essentially means a bee and he describes Goddess Meenakshi as Varali Veni, that is one whose hair resembles a swarm of bees. I'm going to now sing the Pallavi segment of this composition. Ma 
ಪಲ್ಲತಿ ಪಾಣಿ ಮಧುರವಾಣಿ ಪರಾಳಿ ವೇಣಿ moving on to the second and concluding segment of the piece which is also known as the samashti charanam shri dikshitar describes god as meenakshi as one who is the pulsating joyous form of soma sundareshwara so the lord shiva in the madurai temple is known as sundareshwara and meenakshi is described as his consort the composer calls her as shyame shyama is a word in sanskrit meaning dark he also describes her as shankari and one who has the glory of being victorious over all the cardinal directions he describes her as dik vijaya pratapini which as devesh briefly mentioned in the madurai legend is a reference to goddess meenakshi's conquest of almost the entire indian subcontinent let me sing these two lines now so sundareshwar sokaspurti rokidi so sundareshwar sokaspurti rokidi shyame shankar also interesting to note that this particular line shyame shankari dikvijaya pratapini is very popular for the form of improvisation that is known as neravan so this line is often used by musicians to perform the neraval improvisation vidya the concept of neraval is a very interesting and involved topic Let's do this. Let's discuss Naraval in the next episode. For now, let's continue our discussion on the meaning behind this song and talk about the various ways in which the composer describes goddess Meenakshi. Definitely. Shimutuswami Dikshitar describes goddess Meenakshi as Hema Ratna Abharana Bhushani that is one who is adorned with gem-studded golden jewels. so hema is the sanskrit term meaning golden and ratna means jewels or gems he says she resides in the hearts of isha and guruguha so isha is a common term used to denote lord shiva 
and guru guha of course is shri dikshita's mudra or signature term and it also refers to lord muruga or lord subramanya who is the son of shiva and parvati so let me sing these two lines now he mar the last two lines are the madhyama kala or fast paced passage in this composition and i'm sure many of our listeners would recall that in one of the earlier raga rasika segments we described this term dhyamakala which essentially means fast paced and in the madhyamakala segment mutaswami dikshitar describes god as meenakshi as kamitartha vitarana dhorani that is one who is the foremost in bestowing the desired boons upon her devotees karunyamrita paripurani that is one who drenches her devotees in the nectar of compassion or karunya kama krodadi nivarini that is one who removes bad qualities such as desire or kama and kroda or anger finally he describes her as kadamba anana viharini that is one who resides in the forest of kadamba and of course the meter and the rhyme in these lines is really noteworthy kavitata vitarana dorani karunyamrita varipurani kavaprodandini varini kadamba anana viharini mamava Thanks, Vidya. Let's pause here and continue our conversation on this interesting composition in the next episode. Join us next time where we will highlight some of the key Varali phrases that Sri Muthusami Dikshitar incorporates in this composition. Also, we will define and discuss the new Carnatic music term that Vidya introduced in this episode, the concept of Naraval. Before we conclude, Vidya and I would like to share with you all an exciting idea for our upcoming episode 50, which we would like to dedicate to you all, our listeners. We are calling for submissions for a special listener-submitted episode 50. We welcome you all to contribute and participate in Raga Rasika. Here's how you go about it. Record a three-minute snippet of yourself singing or playing a Carnatic piece. It can be a composition or just a raga alapana. Email it to us in MP3 format at ragarasika at live dot com. 
That's R A A G A R A S I K A at live L I V E dot com. When you do email your submission, please let us know your name, where you're from, and a little bit about yourself. We welcome submissions from listeners of all ages. Vidya and I will select some of the really interesting submissions and play them live for episode 50. To learn more about Vidya, visit her online at vidyasubramanian.com. Send us your comments and feedback at www.ragarasika.com. Hope to see you next time as we continue our journey in Carnatic music. Till then, goodbye.